Welcome back to the Power Dialogue Podcast. My name is Zedie Variety and this is the second in a four-part series as we focus on Kenjan MD and CEO Rebecca Miano. Rebecca Miano is the first female CEO at Kenjan since the inception of the company in 1954. Welcome back, Madam CEO. Let's talk about Kenjan's diversification agenda. What are some of the company's milestones so far in the quest for expansion and quest for additional revenue streams? The company has been focusing on diversification of its revenue streams from non-generation business opportunities and therefore to leverage on the company's vast resources, we want to do a lot more in the spirit of innovation in the spirit of sustainability. And among the initiatives we've been pursuing is the provision of geoscientific consultancy and drilling services in the East African region, in the countries that are prospecting for geothermal. And all the countries along the Rift Valley have the geothermal potential, but none has really exploited or developed the geothermal resource. And our intention is to then be the powerhouse and the provider of these consultancy services and drilling services to all the countries in Africa along the Rift Valley. Currently, we are executing two drilling contracts in Ethiopia, that is Tulumoe and Aluto, and they are going on well and one in Djibouti. Also, the company is in the process of developing an energy park in Orkaria, which will promote the direct use of geothermal steam and also bring industries closer to generation of electricity. And that green park, of course, will be using only renewable energy from geothermal. And we look forward to a good feasibility study for this energy park, in due course, we can then move to development of the energy park. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for that. Staying on the Green Park, this is a project that has been in Kenjin's pipeline for a couple of years now. Why is it not yet taking off? Yeah, Zedi, we did a feasibility study a while back. But obviously, there's a lot of licensing that is required. We need Olkaria to be designated as an industrial park. And we are following with the authorities so that it can be designated as a special economic zone. And when that is done, we shall move in with the feasibility study and establish the energy park. So it's been more of a regulatory issue, approval processes, the legal and regulatory framework being put in place, but we are actively pursuing this. Please tell us, Madam CEO, how soon should we expect solar generation by Kenjan? So Kenjan is about to reach financial close for development of a 42.5 megawatts solar generating plant in the eastern region. Everything remaining constant, we expect the plant to be commissioned by the year 2024. 
which is just round the corner. Why wasn't Kenjan yet to generate from this source being solar? Solar generation has been in the project pipeline and the company has been undertaking preparatory activities for the development of the plant, but we hadn't put up any plant yet. Like I told you earlier, we had put a lot of effort in the geothermal exploration and development, but going forward, we have some good intentions to have solar generation. We have had local solar generation for our small usage, yes. street lightings. So we've been in that space, but not in a large scale as we intend to be in the future. Speaking about great efforts, as you've mentioned, there's so much that Kenyan is doing with the focus on renewables and all. But uh, the discussion in public discourses and online mostly is the Monainchi asking, why is power still a bit not reachable, expensive really? So what is Kenyan doing towards cheaper power? One of our strategic aspirations is to supply competitively priced energy from renewable sources to this country. Our focus is on the development of geothermal plants, which offers the cheapest tariff in the long run compared to other generation modes. And therefore, geothermal serves as a baseload due to their reliability and relative immunity to weather and also opposed to the hydro power plants that are really determined and dependent on the weather. And because geothermal is indigenous and a stable resource, which eliminates the needs for the expensive fuels that are associated with geothermal, we believe geothermal exploitation will levelize the cost of power and there will be much more accessibility of the power because in the power industry, the more demand and the higher usage, the cheaper it then becomes because of economies of scale. So looking into the future with the focus on renewable energy, we do believe that power will continue not only to be competitively priced, but also reliable and available to all the Kenyans. When I look into the future all the long term, I see Kenjan as one of the strongest and sustainable organizations, not only in Kenya, but also in the region. An organization that delivers its mandate sustainably, an organization that supports this nation in ensuring there is 100% accessibility to electricity and also crossing the mark of 100% renewable energy in this country. I see a vision of a Kenyan that has spread its wings in the region, not only in consultancy and drilling services, but in power plants building, owning, and operating. A strong name in Africa. I have a good vision that Kenjan will be anchored not only in business, hard business, but good corporate governance, 
sustainable leadership, motivated staff. I almost want to say I see Kenjan remaining as a role model in corporate world in all aspects, including financial viability and sustainability. A big supporter to the government agenda in this country by ensuring that the nation is indeed powered. Let's talk about the Energy Act 2019. What does this act offer generators? The act has a lot of provisions in turning around and regulating the energy sector. But I'll specifically talk about one of the greatest leeways for generators. And this is the provisions for the open access, which will allow generators to supply energy directly to big consumers and have bilateral contracts with those consumers. And this will mitigate the risk of over-reliance on the single off-taker. This will also lead to participation of generators in demand creation and ensure that industries or other consumers get power very near their installations and ensure reliability of supply for the consumers. So this is one of the greatest leeways and we look forward to the regulations being finalized so that we can play our role in this open access era that is coming in the near future. Thank you, Madam CEO. Speaking of open access, what opportunities lie in store for Kenjan to be precise? I think the opportunities that will be created by the Energy Act will be especially provision of ancillary services market and Kenjan will come in to support the intermittent generation. Remember when you have wind and solar, it is so intermittent depending on the weather, specifically for solar, if there is a cloud cover, you would hardly get any generation from solar. So Kenjan plant will come in and plug in that gap very quickly, especially using the hydro station. So that auxiliary market will be available for Kenjan. And like I said in the other question, is providing power directly to large consumers. I imagine some of the industries will invite Kenjin to put up a plant next to their industry and provide power direct, or they also look for putting up industries very near our installations. And this will reduce transmission issues, system losses, and more reliability in terms of power provision. Exciting times. We're looking forward to that, even for more investment in Kenya. Also, improving ease of doing business yes, <laughs> in the country. Yes. Thank you so much, Madam D, for all those insightful sentiments. Join us next week, same time, same place, for the third of this four-part series that will focus on Kenya's digital transformation journey that has ensured profitability even through the pandemic. I have been your host, Zedi Bariti, and thanks for tuning in.